Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And you may recall, I couldn't remember all the stuff I watched last week for reasons unknown. I remembered them when you sent me a message saying, remind me, I watched this. I've I found that if you and I message each other in some email, uh, Facebook messenger, text message, something... That way, when I get in here and the thing that I specifically watched, just going, okay, yeah, do you know what? This this is relevant for the podcast. It is. I'm going to do it. And I'll get in there and you'll be like, well, when what you did watch. you watch? And I'll be like, uh, uh well, oh, I, I watched the new episode of Arrow and what no. else did I watch? No, we've already, uh, the, the Flash. Wow, I watched yeah. a lot of superhero shows. Uh, and you know what? I've sent myself messages. Doesn't work. I have to send it to you. So I want to start with something I watched because it just came out on Friday. And I don't remember the whole... It's Sabrina, but it's not called Sabrina. It's not called Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I just shut my phone off. It's called the something-something Sabrina. Here, I'll... Okay. Well, first my, of all... My phone is not off. But yeah, it's, it's something... It's it's not like the, so the something... Adjective, adjective, like... Sabrina. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... If you want to enjoy this on another level, it's really slight. It's from the producers of Riverdale. I have the not. The Chilling Adventures Ooh. of Sabrina. Okay, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I haven't watched Riverdale, but I know Riverdale stems from the Archie's comics and that it's all sexed up, from what I imagine, from what I've heard. So. Well, it, it's almost an M rated. Yeah. Like, take. Which. I'll tell I you, don't. When you look at that source material, like. Where are they getting that? It, it's, it's like having. Like, if you took Looney Tunes and applied, like, the South Park sensibility to it. almost mm-hmm. they, Like, I, I'm not saying that's what they've done with this, but, like, that's how far removed it feels. Like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the one that aired on ABC on TGIF, if that tells you anything about how hardcore th- that the original one with Melissa Joan Hart, well... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the original TV yeah. show. And I, think- I can say that I know so much about it because I spent once an entire day with Caroline Ray. So I am clearly an expert. Who, if you are unaware, is one of her aunts on yes. the show. And I've revealed that I know way too much about Sabrina, the Teenage <laughs> Witch. Well, that 90s show... It even show, had an animated counterpart yeah. on Saturday morning. Like, that... That's what kind of mind just boggles my mind Mm -hmm. about Riverdale and kind of what I've read about the Chilling Adventures. I'm just like, who in their who in their mind like was just like you know what needs a gritty reboot? And I'm like Dick Tracy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'd watch that, and they'd be like, (laughs) no, 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 Archie. And I'm like, wait, like Archie and is there an Archie I don't know about? That's precisely what I thought. You mean like Mr. Willoughby Archie? Like, is that who you're talking about? So. Anna Grace, who is now 13, her friends have seen Riverdale, and I could care less if she watches it. Okay, I could care, but sure, she can watch it. We just haven't. We had our priorities. We had to get through 13 seasons of Supernatural, and now we've accomplished that. So if you have seen Riverdale or know anything about it, you'll see just little little surprises for you. For instance, the Sabrina world coexists with the Riverdale world because Sabrina goes to some high school I think in Baxter actually now you're saying that, like within the the context there can be of the continuity the, the okay in the comic books I know that they all exist within the same okay I didn't continuity. know that. all right are you saying the television shows yes. that are currently airing like yes. they it, it's like dare daredevil happens in the the Avengers universe yes. that's what you're saying okay yes all right 
And so there's that. And then you see in the opening sequences all this Archie stuff. It's like, um, that's Veronica? What? I don't know what that's all about, but there are little Riverdale things planted here and there. Hashtag reasons. So, the story of Sabrina is... That's, yes. That's fascinating. Isn't it? I just... I'm saying, like, okay, if if I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then I came back later and somebody ate it, that makes perfect sense to me. I'm like, I almost suspected that someone would eat that peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly sandwich. But, like, a shared universe between a mature take on Archie and the gang and Sabrina the teenage like I I just it, it almost breaks my head a little like yeah what are they going to be mining into like do, do we are are we going to get like a Johnny Quest where like Johnny Quest is a bloodthirsty murderer like I heard I haven't read it. Oh dear, it yet. did I just stumble no, onto No, I heard that they were going to reboot Xena and make Hercules a villain. And they just released the script over the weekend. This was two years ago, and they decided not to do it. Like Lucy Lawless, yes, yes. Zena, the yes, that's and Herky. Yeah. Okay, we're going down All the right, wrong I'm road. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sabrina. Just... Okay, here's the Sabrina take. For those of you familiar with the Munsters, picture Marilyn. Marilyn, which was an homage to Marilyn Monroe, dressed in like Chanel-esque, and she clearly was the one all in color when the Munsters were all black and white. Clearly, Marilyn stuck out. Her clothing reminds me of Marilyn from the 1960s TV show, The Munsters. Is is the Netflix show set in current day? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, why am I blanking on it? She, um, daughter of Rohan. What? Who is she? Daughter of, Ro- Daughter of Rohan. She oh, the, was, you're talking about yes. the I Am No Man. Yes. That one? Yes. Okay, I can't think of the actress's name, Her. but I know who you're talking okay. about. Okay. I Am No Man. She is the evil aunt and says, bless Satan a lot, <laughs> like at a point like that. And then there's a British oh, this, actress I need to look up. You, I, you didn't bless me. The spirit no. has. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, I, I looked... I have to look up and see who this actress is because I recognize her. But much like in the 90s version, there's the strict aunt and the fun aunt. And then there's a guy. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. I like him, but he's got some deal. He's he's the mixed race gay character that lives with them. I don't I don't. Re- was that? A- I now- thought he was going to be the cat because it was a black cat. And I thought it could be does, part person. Does the cat talk in this one? Not that we've heard. So but the cat can dismember a scarecrow. That, I, that's not a thing that normal cats. This one can. does. I mean, uh, well, but I, I guess comic book cats. Like, I'm, I'm going to assume if a, a real cat like ate an entire pan of lasagna, it probably wouldn't end up like Garfield does. Like, probably. Uh, so I, I guess that's not outside of the realm of possibility. Now you have not Riverdale. And again, I've seen two episodes, so naturally I don't remember all of this. You have um, the school she's going to and her friends there. And then you have the school that once you're 16 and you're a witch, you're supposed to go to. That is not Hogwarts. But the people at not Hogwarts... Dress B- like Berry? Is it one of the other schools no. in the No, it's the just not Hogwarts. What? It's it's I don't even know what it's called. Oh my god. The D- students at Not Hogwarts. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Wait, CW produces this. Oh my goodness, there's a crossover yes, we need. But they dress like Wednesday Adams if you were being um skanky Wednesday Adams for Halloween. Do you, can you see what I'm doing with this? The 
uniforms for not Hogwarts or our skanky Wednesday Adams. Okay. Uh, there's 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 the next show on the fall yeah. lineup for next year, CW. <laughs> skanky Wednesday. Hey, Adams. we've got the chilling adventures of Sabrina and we've got Skanky Wednesday <laughs> Adams. I'll be like, whoa, guys. Is there not a better name we could have come up with? Than- oh, by the way, I'm entertained by the show. Let me put this out there. I just want you to try to get the visual. You have Marilyn from the Adams family. She is Sabrina in clothing and I'm gonna say in hairstyle, just about in hairstyle. And the deal is, her dad was a warlock, her mother was a human. I cannot get the Hogwarts cross. I know. Right just, you just I'm going to do my best to suppress it. You just keep working on that. And so her parents died in a plane accident, plot point, I'm sure they didn't. And then you have, she's been raised by her two aunts. So when you're 16, you're supposed to embrace the dark side. And you have to sign your name in the Book of the Beast. So you've got your classic. So they are full on, full on embracing yes. that, that she is a witch. And this is not like, what, what was but her name? But wait, there's more. That's the setup. Wait okay? a second. Is this the same universe that has like Archie the good witch Wendy and Casper? Or is that a different? Here's the thing. She starts questioning all of it. So you also have another layer. So Sabrina's questioning her faith in Satan is what you yes. said? Holy yes. cow. What? Okay, so here's what happens. Here's what happens. <laughs> this, seriously, this is about as far away from the TGIF Sabrina the Teenage Witch as you can get. So you have, I am no man, saying you have to do this, you have to do this. Then you have Aunt Hilda, Velma, not Velma, Velma's Scooby. Uh, it's an uh ending. Zelda. It's Zelda, Zelda and Hilda. That okay. sounds right. So you have Zelda is, I am no man. And then you have Hilda and she's, well, do whatever you like, dear. And so when you're 16 and she's 16 on Halloween and it's a blood moon and the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, they're all supposed to meet at midnight for some ceremony. Okay. But she has questions about it. And she goes, well, why should I just do it? No one's told me anything. So they bring this high priest type guy to the house who was apparently her father's mentor. And then her father was so talented, he jumped over and became whatever. And so she doesn't trust the guy. And he goes, well, our church actually is free will. And we do this and we do that. And she goes, but I, what if I don't like it? And she goes, I'm not a bad person. I don't want to belong to Satan. And, uh, you know, you you pretty much sign up for the guy. I can see you're not a bad person, Sabrina. And this whole Satan thing, that doesn't seem like a good road for anyone, let alone you. So what happens? At the very last minute, she backs out of being of her dark baptism, and Satan is mad. We can only assume that she has some extra powers. You know who else they could cross over with? Wait, it gets better. Supernatural. Oh, yeah. How many Satans do they have there? Mm, well, they could bring in Rick Springfield. So Satan's, re- and he's the whole uh, cloven-footed. <laughs> like this, this isn't like Al Pacino no, and Devil's this Advocate. Is... This isn't like the <laughs> the, char- <laughs> the charming. This Wait. is the, the this is the one that shows up in like the Tenacious D video. Yes. I'm about to blow your mind. Satan can possess certain people. Sure. For instance, like her high school principal, played by Balky. You're talking like B- yes. Belky, like yes. perfect stranger? Yes. From TGI. Oh, yes. my, what in the. With a lemon twist, Bronson Pinchot is. Like the. the yes. Had the, had the yes. bit part in Beverly Hills Cop. Like, yes. Yes. Lemon Sarah. twist. 
Yes, I'm Serge. Would you like it with a lemon twist? He is the principal of the school she's who going is, to. Who is possessed by the devil? Uh, at Sometimes. Bal- Bal- Balky is yes. possessed by... He does not Co- speak in that Co- accent. Cousin, cousin Larry? Sure, sure. <laughs> does he possess character? I'm Larry? telling Anna Grace. I'm saying, that's Balky. He was huge in the 80s. She's like, I don't care. Uh, so, I want to run by this. We've got... <laughs> I don't, re- I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so wait, wait, it gets better. So then the devil sues her because she did not. Did for, he, does he hire Keanu Reeves from Devil's Advocate? Like no, in, but she hires Daniel Webster. Like the, the devil, devil and, and Dan, yes. Daniel Webster? Okay. Does, does by any chance he bring his fiddle made of gold like the no, devil to the No, and they were not in Georgia to my knowledge. Well, I guess he hadn't went down there yet because he was looking for a soul to steal. He was way behind. Anyway, so Daniel Webster helps her win the case. Actually, I'm sorry. Her aunts win the case for her because evil Aunt Zelda, oh, I am no man. She had gone with her, with with Sabrina's father, three days after Sabrina was born, and pre-signed her name in the book of uh, Satan. However, so, so- However, the day before that... Mom and Hilda, the good witch, had a Catholic baptism. So Daniel Webster said, no, because she had the Catholic baptism before the Satan thing. Daniel Webster said, she said, her soul does not belong to Satan. It's like not being able to sign like something before you're the age of 18 or something. They say I've really gone into this whole first thing, but I just want to make it clear how different it is from the 90s, uh, Sabrina. And the the storyline, as you can see, is going to develop. She has her friends at school and her friends who dress like skanky Wednesday Adams, who aren't really her friends. And um, that's going to be that. So Riverdale, Sabrina, and Daniel Webster all exist in a yes. shared universe. Yes. Man, would not have called that. No. I wouldn't so, have even called that if you let me mad lib something like... Wow. Yeah. It is dark. However. When you texted me that, why did you not sell it like this <laughs> instead of, you should just check this out. I'm just I'm not watching no stupid yeah. Sabrina, I, stupid I witch. sent a message to you and your lovely li- wife. Watch Sabrina now. Capitalized. Maybe a few exclamation points. I, right. But like, you got you to gotta sell me on it. Like, you, you're not just like, eat this Whopper. And I, I just be like, well, I'm not, I ain't going to tell me what to do. But if you're like, this Whopper, it, it got a piece of chicken on it, <laughs> yeah. some cheese. We uh, try some bacon on there, put a little put a little Southway. And I'm like, well. You're not going to eat that Whopper. All right, well, I don't like being told what to do, but give oh, me that Whopper. Just to throw this in, familiars are, I believe, demons who have assumed the form of an animal and yeah. like to hang around. So when I actually knew, knew that, that because okay. of the Castlevania games. All right. Because uh, someone had an iguana familiar. Now, Sabrina's familiar. She just kind of like put it on Craigslist. Is an owl named Hedwig? That would be funny. No, actually named Salem. And she kind of like put it out there. It's like, oh, man, I'm looking for a familiar. But she didn't want to choose from the list. The the pre-approved list. So you have in this whole witchy-poo world, they're the ones that are associated with this specific church and are all Satan-y, and then there are the ones that exist outside of it. So you've got, like, the school list, like, that you, yes. you go to Target, and they'll be like, well, you need these yes. erasers and glue 
Except this one's like you need a familiar. Yeah. Uh, you but need you need a blood, familiar from this. You need the blood of a, a virgin. Yeah, it and... can only be an Expo marker because the off brands won't work. Yes, she has the off brand familiar, and there's that. And she really likes her human friends. And she does not get along with the skanks, who clearly, you know, they are, you hate them immediately. Though they look great, you hate them immediately. This is just... And so, that is the story. She does not want to be evil. Clearly, something's happened with her parents. She is led to well, believe the, they the were murdered. The catch about uh, that, when you exist in a universe like this where, like, Satan is not, like, a concept or, like, a... A character, you know, in, in what you feel like is a story. Like it's not just like theology. Like it's it's happening. It, it, in the right. same way that like a newspaper, like will say like you know car accident at you know major major uh, whatever. This these kind of characters. When you're dealing with that kind of reality, and I'm, I I I, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I yeah. use that even if her parents are dead. They, oh, we've they, already seen them. You can you can reverse that. Like yeah. I mean, they can be undead. Like they can be p- possessing. They, they the- very much. Um, Lily and James Potter showed up all shimmery, kind of going run, run to get her out of the baptism thing. Yeah. So clearly, there's something going on there. And what I find interesting is we have all these fun shows you and I like to watch. And in most of them, Satan and or Lucifer or whoever is the character in the story is usually handsome, dapper, smart, funny, sarcastic, which, okay. But in this, you have your classic bifurcated. I mean, this is the, you know, you've yeah, got like, your classic paintings on the wall uh-huh. of like, yeah. And there is. And it's obviously a clear-cut line between good and evil in this Sabrina. It's not kind of, well, he didn't really mean that. I mean, this guy, he is out for her soul, and that is that. And the guy working for him with the long nails, but they're not painted, and he's creepy. That's it. And So if, funny enough, I was real close on the Tenacious D reference. Yeah, yeah. And if she had lost the lawsuit, she would burn for 333 years at at Satan's whim. And it's like, whoa. So the deal is... They really need to call Jack Black. Get him to come in <laughs> no! there and sing the greatest song in the world. <laughs> and so... Now! <laughs> now! <laughs> Can that please be a part of this shared universe? <laughs> that would be great. Tenacious... Oh, my goodness. So now, on Sabrina... This is the new this is the deal that Daniel Webster has set up. Though I'm fairly certain he's not going to stick around because he had like what appeared to me to be parting words and then he walked off and thought oh, they're going to kill him off. And it was the devil wants something from you. You are something special because he was willing to go to these lengths to get you. So something is going on that you don't know about. So you hold on to you. I know I was joking about the the Hogwarts thing. Like, this really feels like it has been heavily influenced by Harry Potter lore. Uh, quite potentially, there. I haven't seen wands yet, though. But there are. Well, I'm not just saying. Are, I'm saying like you've got you've got like a a dark dark lord, like and not just a dark lord. The pretty much. Like, I mean, the dark lord by which other dark. I mean. We he, got, we're talking tail horns on Satan, fire. Satan, as far as Dark Lords talking go, like he that. is the Michael Jordan yes. of Dark Lords. 
So I apologize to Michael Jordan. I, <laughs> you're, so, you're good at what you do, Mike. I sorry. Here's the deal, because she. Oh, by the way, uh, witches have a mark, but she doesn't have a mark because again, she's half human. So that was part of the thing as well. So because of the Catholic baptism and Anna Grace and I are like, go Catholics. Yeah. Only there was a joke made, and I said, Anna Grace, that was meant to be hurtful. And she goes, but it sounded funny. I said, I know, it was well written, but still. <laughs> Just any, anytime anything's mentioned, go team! It'll be like, no, they, they were... <laughs> Hashtag no. no. Anyway, so the thing is, the deal is she can remain friends with her humans, because apparently once you're 16 in this world, hanging around with your human friends is bad for a bunch of reasons, one, the most obvious, they will age at a human rate. You will age at a different rate. That's the first thing. Is Okay. Do, do Let you, me finish. Would I rather age at a witchy rate? Yes. Okay. So you, she gets to hang out with her human friends, but she has to go to not Hogwarts. Whatever it is. Yes, that something, something. Pig, pig it, pimples, it ends with arts. Whatever it is. It, something, something, arts. Academy something. So she will be interacting in the human world and the witchy world. And that's where it's at. However, what I'm going to say, there's a lot of empowerment driven into this because there's a girl in her human world high school who is just horribly bullied by four pretty boy jocks. I don't know what the girl's story is, um, but let's say she is, um, I don't know. She's she's a, a flat-chested female who is horribly bullied by the pretty boys in the football team. And what they did to her was, because she has short hair and wears plaid, they lifted her shirt up to see if she was a boy or not, which is humiliating on every level. And so... Sabrina enlisted the three skanky witches, and they humiliated the boys, and uh, it was awesome. It was so, is... you, so you have some awesomeness like that happening, which is like, yeah, don't you wish you could do that? And Sabrina's kept saying, we can't kill them, you know. We can't just outright kill them, like that was an option. I said, oh, no, we just like to humiliate human boys. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to kill them. Yeah, I'm going to humiliate them. I'm going to keep them around. So there are lots of yeah moments like that. And Sabrina is very much a a woman of the 21st century in that she wants to be educated on whatever decision she's going to make. And she wants to know what's happening. And she does not want to be evil. So that's the setup for Sabrina. I can sum it up in it's a lot like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Buffy's funnier and, and pop culture -y. This isn't pop culture-y funny. There are some amusing moments, but Buffy, you can, you can count on some line after line after line that's yeah. funny. This is not like that, um, but it is similar in that there is a great amount of lore going on, and it's a whole lot darker. But like Buffy, she is empowered and like, I'm not going to do it that way. There has to be a third way. I, I had not realized this till I was trying to check the, the actress's name who's playing Sabrina. She's who, a Disney who star. Is by the, well, she, uh, she was uh, so Don Draper. She was Don oh. Draper's um, daughter in Mad Men, which ch child actors, um, the, let's say nine out of ten, are not fantastic actors. She is actually a talented actress. They gave her some kind of meatier parts mm -hmm. 
in the later seasons of Mad Men. Like, I'm not surprised at all somebody latched onto that and said, we need to give this girl a series. Um, the guy that plays Harvey is apparently a Disney guy. You know, from, I don't know. Maybe, you know, at this point... Everyone's a Disney yeah, guy. Yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. is technically a Disney guy. Like, right oh, now. Well, yeah, so, okay. But I mean, like, it was a child star. Right. Or, uh, I, I, knew what you, yeah. I knew what you mean. Kind of a Anna Grace, Mickey Mouse Club kind of... She's like, whoa, this is dark for all these Disney people. The the guy that is producing this, like, I knew I, I recognized that name, Greg Berlanti, mm-hmm. he is also responsible for all of the CW superhero shows. Oh, okay. Like, because I, I was like, this is a very specific kind of take on this. Mm-hmm. But like, like if you'll watch, if you've watched Arrow or anything like that, like, it, this guy is all about like a deep dive, like fleshing it out, like shared universe of characters. I would not be surprised if he is also on Riverdale's like producer list. Oh, he is. Like that, I'm really starting to understand what they're wanting to. Like I said, the really the only experience I I have with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like when when I was in high school. Um, you were a witch. No, I the, am the not man, a witch. That, I am not a witch. That would be. A fascinating story. series of podcasts. <laughs> right there. I was a teenage a witch. witch, and I'm a boy. Um, my my girlfriend, like we would watch like TGIF, like and that, mm. like you know, Boy Meets World. Sabrina mm-hmm. the Teenage Witch was on there as so, well. Um, I didn't read the comic books. Like I was more of a you know a Marvel or DC kid. I, I, and seeing that, like I said, the because it's a very like just very family friendly, like yeah. kind of family friendly. Um, just really harmless. Like this, this is, is not. This is fascinating in a way that, like, it makes me like almost like they they were like Buffy the Vampire Pyre Slayer. Like made it okay to root for the girl. And like I said, I haven't yeah. watched any of these episodes yet, but it feels almost like they were like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Let's meld those two together and throw in Satan just for the fun of it. Now, as to the mature themes part, uh, Anna Grace is like, why are there so many kissing scenes? I said, because that's what teenagers want to watch. That being said, there's not there's not anything that's like, uh, oh, I can't believe that's on TV. There's not like uh, a You don't Netflix... feel like they're pushing the boundaries of no. good taste. No, because it's really dark. <laughs> it's really all I can say. You really can't see anything. So yeah, you can see somebody's back. You're not. Okay. You're not talking about like thematically. You're talking no, about literally. It's literally, it's very dark. dark. I have no idea what's going. There's on. There's some silhouettes going. Yeah. So there's. I would. There's some. Um, uh, there's a little bit of teenage kissing. That's about it on a teenage level because you know Sabrina cannot be defiled before she turns sixteen. It's a thing. I don't know. Uh, is, that, is that by the the satanic by the witches, bylaws? Yeah. 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 That's the thing. And then afterwards, I guess, the, the doors open. fair game? I, or? I don't know. but I'm not up on my satanic Bible. I'm not going to lie to you. I, so I can't say if they're following anything. I, I don't know. I am uh, on the Catholic side of it. I, I got you covered there. But then again, I also took Latin. And I, I realize, had I have pursued my Latin degree... I could be helping these shows because when you learn Latin, you're either going to go into a religious type of career or you're going, going to, to help out film. archaeologists or you're going to be a teacher. Nobody said, hey, learn Latin, write all the spells for you, Supernatural. You could, you could, I mean, and Harry Potter. Pretty I much know. every single Everything spell in there. Is in Latin. Every one of them. And it burns me up. 
But you I could have done that. Stupid oh, uh, dead language. No. I, I really, sometimes I take my books out and just stroke them and and think that I'll open and relearn the stuff I forgot. See, that sounded like a spell. Right. I was about to say, like, can you say that during around certain books without fear that, like, yeah, I can. You'll, you'll raise the dead. Kalima. I love you, love we love. Kalima. <laughs> so, anyway, Sabrina is, I'll say, 13 and up, easy, at least my 13 year old. Uh, Jen is 12. I let her watch it, but she's a bit on the mature side. It's not what I would call family friendly, like for your family. And it's, it definitively, like, if you were a fan of any other incarnation Ooh. of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'll say this is another incarnation. You're going you're gonna to say that, like, you may not necessarily, like, okay, if you liked, like, 1989's Batman, you can watch Batman Forever mm-hmm. or Batman Begins. Like, they're, they're, they're very... You know, they're, they're, thematically they're different, this is a but hard they're similar. No. This is this is like the difference between night and day. Yes, or even M night and day. True, true story. <laughs> so, thank goodness he had nothing to do with this. He, he did not. This is totally different. So, it, yeah, you're not going to get a nostalgic feel at all. Like Melissa Joan Hart, like isn't guesting on like episode four. I don't know. Balky was in it. That's true. I wouldn't have made. I wouldn't have thought I'm, that. I'm I'm thrilled that Bronson is is working, and he's fantastic. Really, he's because I can I can honestly say I don't know I've ever that I've ever seen him in a role that I did not enjoy him in. And he's like this, he's this older, handsome man who doesn't. He's 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 the exact opposite of Balky in mannerisms and voice. And I think he's been doing tons uh, of audiobook well, work. I believe uh, that's called acting. acting. Yes. Acting. So if you remember him from Perfect, Perfect Stranger, Strangers, which I loved, um, who, who didn't? Book Book of the Devil and TGIF. Like, who knew? I that, know. Like, so that is Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures, and I think that is aptly titled The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. And we, I only made it through two episodes because then it was dark out and Anna Grace said, you know, some of this is a little creepy. Can we watch it in the daylight? It's like, that's fine. Just in case whenever they broke yeah. into some of that Latin, they didn't yeah. actually turn in your tree yes. into like a harbinger of evil and it started attacking your house. But I found it enjoyable, much like, in case, in case you haven't noticed, Adam and I like a lot of superhero stuff. We like sci-fi stuff. And then we like stuff like this, the supernaturally type of, huh, well, that's interesting. We don't, I, like, I don't watch a whole lot of NCIS. Like, no. I, I know that uh, all these people have these real world concerns. I, I've never like, actually seen it. I, but I know it's a thing. Yeah, I know it's a thing, and I, they do. It, I'm assuming it's a procedural mystery. They had it. They had it on in the background at work the other day, and I'm like, between like Law and Order, CSI, like all of these acronym shows. Like, you, what what else do we have? I want to say they started one called like FBI, but I mean, you've yeah. got CSI Miami. Like, we started designing like a CSI for Cookville, and like, it's it's about like kind of the smaller city crimes and also they have like a a show that connects to it about like the ones that do like DVD piracy they're like they they just show up and they're like where'd you get that okay all right you're coming with us just, <laughs> i mean these these crimes they they ain't the sexy crimes they ain't the murders they but somebody got to deal with them so uh, uh, you remember that tag you weren't supposed to take off the mattress yeah yeah we're, About we're, that. Let's see. Turn around, buddy. You're going to jail. What? Oh, gee, you're yeah. not the original owner of that pillow. 
So, uh, Sabrina is like that. I'm going to do a quick run through because there's something others want to know about that you've seen. I watched the first two episodes of The Rookie. I don't know what it airs on. I saw it on Hulu. It's a weekly, probably ABC, one of those. The reason I watched it, hashtag Nate Fillion. I, I won't I won't jump on Firefly like I usually do. Um, but I will say, Nathan Fillion yeah. is just a legitimately talented actor. Very He's entertaining. He's a pleasure. He was the the head in a jar on um, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. If any of you <laughs> happen to like, very, very small role, but I'll tell you, like, Nathan Fillion, when he bites into an apple like that, like, it just, he steals scenes. Much like Paul Rudd. He is very likable. Oh, yeah. In I, whatever I he does. I can't imagine that if I ever got to meet Nathan Fillion that, like, I, I wouldn't think that we had been best friends right. for 10 years. Twitter exists just to see what he is doing, honestly. Follow him. He's just a delight. And he, in The Rookie, he is The Rookie. And there are lots of things about this you're going to recognize, but it also has him in it. It is a police procedural. The Rookie is, there's him and two others. He's uh, he, had, he was also in, uh, what was it, House? No, not House, uh, Castle. Yes, I, I'm sorry. Yes, for like a million for some years. reason, House, Castle, because you can live in those things. House, yeah. In my mind, they. So he he got divorced that he didn't want to be divorced and something I don't know, and so he decides to move to L.A. and become a police officer. He is the rookie. He is a 40 year old rookie, and I'm thinking he's not 40 years old. He's 47, but his character is a 40 year old rookie. He doesn't look 40. Nathan looks older. Phil, like I am almost 40. Yeah, like I can throw a rock and hit 40. Nathan Fillion and I. Do not look like we're the same age. Yeah, there's that. So that's the thing. Oh, and kind of in a Magnum P.I. thing, he's got this amazing house that he lives in because a friend of his that, I don't know, were they in a war together? I don't know. A friend of his that travels a lot, has a lot of money, so he can stay there rent-free. I don't know. I just went, Robin Masters is your friend, too. There you and, have it. And, and the rookie also gets to drive around in that sweet, sweet Magnum P.I. car, yeah. like when he solves mysteries in Hawaii. So you also have your classic police captain, not the captain, but the head sergeant who's hardcore. Just and busting like, chops. Yes, and, yes. You, rookie, you're the reason a lot of people are going to get hurt oh because my you're goodness. an old man. Do you man. know how much this costs the city? Exactly. He's just like the guy who played the cop on the Starsky and Hutch TV show. That type of gruff level, uh, and you know, you're not going to change your ways because you're an old dog. Blah, 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 blah. My job is to get you out of here, baby. So there's that. But, I don't like your attitude, and I don't like the cut of your jib. Exactly. That guy. But it's Nathan Fillion, and so there are things that he gets to say that are Nathan Fillion-esque, and thereby it is enjoyable. Yeah, it's not a full-on mystery of who done it. It's just Nathan Fillion being put in different situations and wearing a uniform and having that lustrous hair. Nathan Fillion's delivery is such that, yeah. like, you have um, scripts that, like, they're so well-written, like, it almost, like, enhances the performance of the actor. Nathan Fillion can take a poorly written script and, mm -hmm. like, he is one of those those actors that just he brings so much to the table. Like I, I love this guy. Follow him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much anything he has ever been a part of. If if I have not like done a deep dive into it, like it at least interests me enough that 
I, I, I have to like check it out. Yes. For me, uh, again, this is going to show up every week, so it's not at the binge stage yet. It is family-friendly. Yeah, I think so. Uh, nothing registered with me because it's on one of the, the big networks. The only thing it has going for it is Nathan Fillion. I have no problem with anyone else in it. I simply don't care. I'm only there to see him. So Nathan Fillion has now been a starship captain. Mm-hmm. He's a police officer now. Yes, he was a, a, a writer hanging out with a police officer before in right. Castle. Like, and and a talking head, literally. How? How? And William Shatner was also a talking head on Third Rock from the Sun. There you go. Was it? Is he just trying to? Maybe slowly, he'll release an album next. Like. It, like, is he trying to slowly but surely recreate the career of William? Sh- like, mm. is he going to work for Priceline next? I, I would do anything he says. So, the rookie is fine. I'm going to say it's standard TV fare, but added bonus Nathan Fillion. So, that makes it inherently more watchable than anything that's just a bunch of letters. Anything. It Like, if Nathan Fillion decided, like, he had an interesting take on the telephone book, like, I don't think, that, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, but I'd be like, you got five minutes, Nathan. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, give it to me. I'll, let, let me. Let me hear it. And I'll just be like, wow, Bob Anderson, huh? I, hadn't, I really hadn't thought about it that way. <laughs> Dude, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Bob R- Anderson. Robert Anderson, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Schwartz. The guy's a good delivery, man. Yeah. All right. So there's that. They still make phone books. I dance around the house, show my girls phone books, and throw them away. The dancing's the best part. So I saw The Rookie, and I am going to make this short for real. Alec Baldwin has a show. Adam and I love us some Alec Baldwin. I have watched the show. Again, I do love Alec Baldwin. There's something about it that's not right. And I think it's because it's on mainstream television. If it was Adam Baldwin on Netflix or Hulu Alec. or HBO... Uh, why did I say Adam? Uh, because I'm looking 17, at you. There's 17 <laughs> different Baldwins. And I'm looking at Adam. Uh, Alec Baldwin, if... If it was on a show where he could really be himself, I would I would almost assume somebody like Alec Baldwin would be better placed uh, on like an HBO or a Netflix, mm-hmm. or so, something that like you don't have to be like, oh well, you can't say right. that. That's one of our sponsors. Um, let's try to take it into this arena instead of there. And he does a great job. There's nothing wrong with the Alec Baldwin show, but having spent so much hearing him in talk shows and getting a little bit more of him talking as opposed to just acting, there's I feel that he's being held back. He is getting big names. I mean, he's he had Pacino, and he does some of his imitations and, and impersonations, and apparently Kim Kardashian is friends with his daughter Ireland and they grew up together. Okay, didn't know that. So he gets her an an hour or half hour, however long the show is. That's I'm sure a big get because Kim Kardashian, though I know virtually nothing about her, I realize is a very well known entity in this world. And so he did talk to her about things that were different because he knew her from the time she was a little girl. But there's something I can't put my finger on it. What's missing about the Alec Baldwin show? I, I just, will. Eh. I will tell you. Probably most of your favorite things he's done. Yeah. Involve Tina Fey. Oh, like, well. 
his appearances over the course of Saturday, like he's not, it, it wasn't just when she was the head writer mm-hmm. there, but I guarantee you some of his best stuff, especially during like late 90s, early 2000, I'll guarantee you she had a direct part. But I've in. seen virtually every and, appearance on a talk show he's done. And 30 Rock, like <sighs> I, I, I think we all know the influence Tina Fey had there. I'm just saying, like, that's going to be a healthy chunk of your Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Right there, and like it, it's it's all it's it's brilliant. Like mm-hmm. I feel it's disjointed. It's edited strangely. That's what it is, and the camera work is weird because it's just two people facing each other, and then the camera goes all the way around Instead them. Instead of doing your cuts, yes. like from yeah, and it's yeah. just it's off putting. Yeah, it's, it's like the first time you watch a sitcom that doesn't have a laugh track. You're like, wait. And then you normally, hate norm- laugh tracks. Normally, normally they tell me when to laugh. I sh- should I just find when things are funny and then laugh at what is this? Like, it's it's not your norm. So I'm not going to say it isn't interesting. You may learn stuff about the people he's talking to that you didn't know. Much but... like much like Nathan Fillion, Alec Baldwin is an actor that usually warrants your your attention. So I'd yes. say even even in the much in the same way you've said the rookie is not just exceptional television. It's best. You're still getting Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. and that's almost worth the price of admission. Yes. Um, the only thing with the Alec Baldwin show is when I hear it or watch it, there's something off-putting. And it's not him. I know some people don't care for his politics. It's not him at all. It's just about the way the show is and the way, I guess, he has to conduct it that seems weird. And when I figure it out, I'll tell you. But there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. And there you go. But what everyone else wants to hear, they wanted to know about Sabrina Dunn, and they wanted to know about the Connors and how they killed Roseanne. Well, I I thought this this was an interesting concept because a like how, however you feel about whatever Roseanne said, I I don't want to talk about that yeah. today. Y- you had a lot of people like employed here, and like the the show itself. Hadn't hadn't done anything, and it is on Netflix. It's the whole shebang is up there now on Netflix. Yes? It's a uh, Hulu. I oh, watched it Hulu. through Hulu, okay. but it's ABC dot com. You can probably like watch it through as well. It's it's network television. Okay, but, but the reboot through... was the reboot network as well. Yes. Oh, okay. A- right. ABC like initially it shows there and okay. A- Pretty much everything streams. If it doesn't do it immediately, it does it like a week later or eventually we'll find like the CW shows. Most all of them after they've aired on the CW and you go to the CW app to watch Mm -hmm. them within like weeks, it ends up on Netflix. Right. Okay. So just about every I'm watching it through Hulu, but Mm -hmm. it originates on network. If you if you have cable or satellite or whatever, you can watch it there first. I think Hulu's like maybe a, a day late yeah. or something like that. Okay, so uh, this is not this is going to be one week at a time for you until you wait for all of them to collect on Hulu. And this was just the first this show be, of the. I Connors. think they dropped two. Okay, I, I I watched the the first one. And so I guess it starts out with saying Roseanne's dead. I guess um, she has apparently uh, passed a couple of weeks ago. Whenever this starts, they uh-huh. they've got all of their casserole dishes. And they are making jokes that, um, like one of the one of the kids, they're like, "What? Why do people? Why do they give casseroles? Like when people die?" And they're like, "Because you don't you don't want people worrying about you know like feeding yourselves." And they go, "Especially when the person that died is the one that usually fed 
everybody. Like in our situation, they're like, but we've had these for a couple weeks. Other people are dying. Like the Grim Reaper didn't just stop doing mm-hmm. what he's doing because Rosie like passed. We need to get these casserole dishes back to these people so they can get them to other people with, who have had relatives. Like mm-hmm. very serious subject, but they're they're kind of approaching it with the same kind of humor that they they have tended to. Um, Dan, uh, in this one, apparently Roseanne, uh, as they had alluded to at the end of the last season, Roseanne had some issues with medications. And mm-hmm. within the reality of this show, um, she took two that conflicted in a way that were fatal mm-hmm. uh, for her. Dan is having a very hard time like adjusting to this. Like He doesn't want to go back to their bed. Like He's sleeping on the couch because he his world has been kind of... He he wants something to blame, which is not a great setup for a comedy. Mm-hmm. But Roseanne was always a show, and I, I mean the show, not the the actress yeah. herself. Uh, the show was always one that kind of took things that weren't necessarily like comedic fodder, like you know, pie in the face, seltzer water, whatever. That that you know your your standard tropes of like classic comedy. They they would take subjects. Sometimes taboo subjects, sometimes things that like are diff- people are dealing with, like not having enough non- money to pay your bills. Um, and they would do so in a way that you could relate to it and you could understand the humor, even though it might not be. It, it's not even like an un-PC thing, but it's it, it, it lampoons it in a way that you can go. I connect with that. I understand mm-hmm, that. Right. Like I'm I'm going through that. Um, and the show is able to continue doing that because as much as it was Roseanne, the name of the mm-hmm. show was Roseanne, she was the central character, you had this expansive ensemble, mm-hmm. not the least of which was John Goodman. Like, Who's amazing. John John Goodman, like even whenever they initially cast him as Dan, basically the what, what the producer said is R- Roseanne Barr does not really know how to act. John Goodman does. Like... When we get into those positions where we need, like, somebody to really, like, acting, like, mm-hmm. we've got him there. Like, and there's a strong possibility her working with an actor that talented, like, you might be able to see kind of some some runoff there. Mm-hmm. Um, John Goodman, like, I, and I had forgotten this because, like, Roseanne got a lot of the, the, the central, like, plot points in last year's, uh, are we calling it a, re- a revival? Sure. I think is what we had agreed on. Um, Good Goodman, like I really forget what a talented actor he is sometimes because he's almost always kind of in the side. The, he's in the wings or he's on the sidelines. Like, he's not always the central character. But like you have this man who not only is he delivering the one-liners and kind of knocking them out of the park. You also see this performance about a man that has lost his wife of, I, I don't, I'm not, I, within the context of the show, let's say 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. You see this man just grieving and he's doing both of these in a sitcom, sometimes within moments mm-hmm. of each other. And if you, if you come to expect like just an exceptional performance and experience from John Goodman, like he, he's still on it. Yeah. He is still very much like the, one of one of the kind of the pillars. It seems that uh, Darlene, the other daughter, it's going to be their show now. Whereas mm-hmm. in it was kind of Dan, Dan and Rosie's show before. It looks like that's going to be kind of your your, your central thrust mm-hmm. uh, for it. Um, 
but it was almost this seamless transition. Like I was genuinely concerned. You have shows that whenever you pull out characters that are essential, and I'm and I don't think saying taking Roseanne out of the show, Roseanne, yeah, says that you you've possibly got a problem there. Like the show was named after her. Like mm-hmm. she had a created by like credit in the most recent um, one. Like it's based on her stand. Like right. she had a large impact and like kind of creative thrust of this show by the way early roseanne bar stand-up is hilarious she, i remember I'm, I'm talking late 80s which is what they they were yeah. like we want this your stand-up to become a show like very pop at one point was the number one rated show yeah like in, in, in the country yeah yeah and, and like stuff. however however you may feel again like as you and i had said about alec Baldwin, however you feel about their politics like Roseanne was a funny show. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you disagree with that, I can show you the Nielsen ratings about the people <laughs> that disagree with you. Like, it, it it is a funny show. It's still a funny show, even in this. But like, the the Golden Girls, very very successful show. Mm-hmm. Um, B. Arthur did not want to be part of it in the the latter seasons, and eventually she leaves the show, spins off into a show called uh, Golden Palace. Is it? I th- you know, it, it basically it was the Golden Girls without B. Arthur mm-hmm. goes off after that season. Doesn't make it after that. Like apparently that was like one of the key ingredients to that that soup. Like you, the Golden Girls were not the Golden Girls without that character. She was the cheesecake. And I, I'm not gonna. Uh, B. Arthur is a remarkably uh, talented actress. She is. Um, but like w- with that show, you. You, it was gone. Like you, you, just, you couldn't do that show without it. X Files. Whenever uh, you had Mulder mm-hmm. leave the show, yeah, that kind of X Files season seven. Like when he's only there, I think like half the time. I mean, sure, I watched it, but still. Then you get to season eight yeah, and season. Sure, I, I'm I just saying, it, like, but still. your your favorite seasons of X Files, and I promise you this. There's and if if you will admit to this, I'm going to call shenanigans and say you're a liar. Nobody thinks the last. Three seasons of the X Files are the best seasons. Correct, and it's not. It's not because like the writing necessarily got poor. It's not because the direction was just off. Like Mulder and Scully were the thrust mm-hmm. of that show. It once you took that out, it didn't matter if you were still solving like paranormal yeah. this or any of that. Without David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, the the show it just didn't work anymore. Correct. And there was a very strong possibility when you took Roseanne out of Roseanne and it just became the Connors, it w- it was not going to work. Like there was going to be something weird or off or just it, it wasn't the same show anymore and people didn't want to show up in droves for that. I haven't looked at the numbers yet for this show, but from my vantage point, the Connors has succeeded like without really missing a step, like the the only thing you I, I mean she's noticeably absent mm-hmm. from it, but like the timing doesn't seem off. Like the comedy is still there, and they they're they're tackling some of the kind of the same issues if you even want to call like some of them that that they're doing in there. It's still the same kind of show. Roseanne Barr just is not present. But if you enjoyed. Was it nine seasons? Mm-hmm. Is that right? And then the most recent revival. If you like that show, the Connors is still very much that show. Inaccessible. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so um, we're get, we're giving uh, four opposable thumbs up to the Connors and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Two two shows that could not have less to do with each other, besides the fact that both of them, well, the They're original Sabrina aired on ABC. That's that's apparently where like it stops there. And I'm sure on some show that John Goodman has voiced a satanic type of character. So. Sure. I would I would assume as such. There, no bab no dark bat baptisms on the Connors Yet. this week. But the season is young. It is. So that is Binge or Cringe. Woo doggies. We covered a lot. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.